Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Stay tuned with the two, with two O's. See? How's that? We will begin in mass invasion. We will tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you get me so easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule. It is your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've been guilty of witchcraft. Me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Bye bye Saturday night. Yeah, that button didn't wanna didn't wanna do anything. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh Talkcast 204 here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I want to thank Jim Cummings, Jess Arnell, and Rob Paulson for an incredible opening uh, from an incredible interview that you can see right on our website uh, in, in living video, whatever that means. I have no idea what that means. In any case, uh, it's Talkcast 204. It means for 203 other times we did this just as badly as we're doing it tonight. Deep in Area 51... Possibly. <laughs> On the sub-level 21 promenade, adjacent to the slippery Jim DeGriz slip and slide Pachinko Parlor, I'm the Dome. Joining the talk cast tonight is, is nobody's here but me and Kriana. Um, so I get no intro, thanks. So so Kriana's here, I'm here, um, we've got a guest or two coming in along the way. Uh, well, we have one the, guest here. We, we have one guest here and maybe another one coming up and we won't know for a while. Uh, from my sci-fi stories website. God. Because okay. Dome can talk. Uh, every well, I'm going to take over. From my sci-fi stories com. we have Madathia with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, we met Madathia uh, originally at Boston Comic Con, where uh, we sat and talked for a little bit, and then again at uh, Granite Con in Manchester, New Hampshire. And if you want to check them out, we'll have links to their website. We'll be talking about who they are, what they do, and where they're at. And they're going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con in two weeks. And you can join us there as well. Was that okay? I mean, that was close. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, been, it's, it's weird not having half the cast here tonight uh, for various and sundry reasons. Uh, Zombarian is meeting Ben Vereen. Yeah, that's kind of a cool reason. Nice, nice. We, we forgive her for that. We absolutely she do. She actually man. just sent a picture. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah, uh, she uh. did. Hang on. Uh, for, for those of you tuning in home, um, I, I'm right now pasting a picture into the Skype chat for Madathia and the Dome to look at. It's adorable. <laughs> yes, it now, is. Just imagine you're looking at this picture, too. Uh, yeah. I don't have permission to view this page. What? What? Page failed to open. Hate when that happens. Well, Technology we fail number 21 here. As we sit, and, and in the peanut gallery tonight is Cam, who also cannot see the picture. Let's go, let's go for number two. Woo! Well, well Cam, Cam, I'm, I'm going to send this to you. 
There you go. And there is a picture. Oh, okay. That's got to be go. That's got to go up on the website. Okay. Put it up on the website. I'll put it up. Good. There we go. Fine. So we'll be talking about MySciFiStories.com as as the evening goes on. And uh, hopefully uh, as the evening goes on as well, we will also be joined by the impresario Michael Doherty to talk some about ZCon and what's happening in the world of uh, zombie comedy movies with dance sequences and soft uh, you were just banned from using words with more than three syllables at the moment. Is impresario a bad word? Uh, no, it's just not coming out of your mouth right. Ah. Uh, well, I, I think it's... I don't know why it's happening, to be honest with you. <laughs> but it's definitely happening, and we're going to find a way to make it stop or something. Anyway, there's been a lot going on this week. Some good, some bad, some indifferent. Uh, some stuff... Some that, ugly. Some people think that this is indifferent, and it isn't. Uh, we've been talking about uh, con harassment for a couple of weeks now. And, uh, and and just in case there's any ambiguity, not cool guys. Um, and that anybody would think that it's okay in any way, shape, or form is... Uh, you, know what, you know what really gets me? It's not necessarily that people think it's okay. It's that... And I hear this a lot. There's no law against it, so they feel like their behavior is permissible. Just because it's not illegal does not mean it's acceptable. Is this is this a new thing? I mean, is this been is this been getting worse any better? Kind I of think thing? I think it's been getting more attention because uh, I don't I don't actually think it's getting worse. What I think is happening is that people are finally saying, you know what, uh, this is not why I dressed up the way I did right. for a convention. The people are saying this is not something I'm willing to tolerate. Anymore. And because of that, uh, there's a backlash from people who are going, but, but why? Uh, how about because it's wrong and you don't need to do this? And when people say, you know, it, it's very simple. People are saying no, and other people are saying, but I want to. It's that, not illegal. That, that juvenile attitude has got to end, and it should be ending now. And we, this is brought up and actually brought to the forefront by two separate incidents uh, that have garnered some na national, and in some cases even international attention. Uh, first of all, uh, the issue of the uh, two gentlemen at New York City Comic Con using uh, expired and or stolen... Gentlemen? Uh, that's generous of you. I'm, thank you. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be polite. Uh, who used expired or or uh, stolen uh, serious XM credentials, and then tended to creep over people something. So I I think that we have been over this last week. And, we but did. I, I feel like it's worth linking to again the Boing Boing article on this, in, in which our our good friend and friend of the show. Uh, Diana was quoted, and just just in because case Diana just in case it's ambiguous, when you say I would like to buy an umbrella with an Asian girl attached to it, that is not only racist and sexist, but very 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 wrong. At any number of levels. Like, 
And if you have to be told that, you probably shouldn't go out in public. Just but say I'm, it. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the point is that having been told it, you should shut the hell up and accept it. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of it is, number one, feeling, like, defensive because you're being called out on your bad behavior, and no one likes that. But look, grow a set of fucking nuts. Thank you. Stop being a whiny fucking baby. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen these these horrible excuses. It's not illegal, so I can do what I want. Yeah, it's not illegal, but we don't have to tolerate you in a private event if you're going to be an asshole. That's what codes of conduct are for. And, and you know, there's, there's another aspect of it here that we haven't even dealt with yet that I'd really like to deal with. I've been to events, uh, and almost all cons at this point have a code of contact, con- conduct. And I've been to a number of events where when the code of conduct is breached, the convention uh, uh, people will deal with it. There have been actually a number of examples recently where for whatever reason, including at the New York Comic Con, where they chose not to deal with it. So why the fuck did you bother writing a code of conduct? Why well, the fuck? Well, they they've since come out and apologized. So so maybe it's and just, they needed to. And they did. They did the right thing by coming out and apologizing. Let's not shame them more than is quite necessary. Because who knows at what point of failure that happened? Clearly, there was a point of failure. They have recognized that there's a point of failure. Next year, we'll see if they put their money where their mouth is. But at, at least they're taking any sort of action on it. Appropriate right. action. Now, the, the other thing that, that pe- whiny people get up with is, well, well, the right to free speech, I can say whatever I want. You absolutely can say whatever you want, but I absolutely don't have to tolerate it. Exactly. No, that's exactly it. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but the person doesn't have to take it. I, I have the abs... It, you, and like I said, these cons are private events. You are not entitled to be there. There, You have no... God-given right to be at that event. There is none. And the organizers have absolutely have the right to eject you, as is the policy for many of them. So what has to happen is, you know, cons have to work at, uh, when there are failures, rectifying them and making it more comfortable and more transparent when people do report these harassment so that they can feel like, A, it's safe to report, they're not going to get ridiculed or called out because of it, and that, B, they're not going to be ignored. It's important to, you know, what these cons need to realize is that there's a group of cosplayers who are there as unpaid entertainers, number one. In many cases, they're actually paying their way into the con. But people are coming there to look at them. People are coming there to see them as well as the paid, uh, the, the, the people at the booths and everything else. They deserve and demand respect. Not even just co- everyone deserves yeah. that level of respect. Agreed. Whether you're in a costume or not. Agreed. No question about Every it. Every human being deserves that level of respect. Not just at cons. Literally anywhere. 
And this is what we're coming down to at this point. So, you know, that's the purpose of the people uh, who we met at, at Granite Con from Hollaback, Boston. Uh, and we definitely appreciate and admire uh, the things that they do and the way that they handle it. And I would also like to point out that um, the Asian American activist group 18 Million Rising has recognized us for um, talking about this issue candidly. And, and we want to thank them for that. Thank you, guys. And everyone should go over there and sign. They have a petition to SiriusXM to hold these yahoos responsible. And they had a Facebook page, and some asshole reported them for harassment because no reason. <coughs> and, and, and Facebook, being a sweaty nutsack, a.k.a. a sweaty nutsack, took them okay. down. So go to their website. I will I will have their website for for the the podcast page. Go to their website, find their petition, sign their petition, support them whether you're Asian American or not. And please know that we support them and please know that uh, whether it's uh, your brother or your sister or your son or your daughter. No, you know what? That's bullshit. Dom, I'm going to I'm going to call that one out. That if what? you have to think about this type of harassment as somebody close to you being harassed, no, you're not, not seeing the person that's, who isn't related to you as a person. You're seeing... No, that's them. not what I'm saying. It's a basic human right, and this crap needs to end. It does. And and with that, I'm going to say, don't go to PAX, guys. Do not PAX East. No, no, no yeah, any please. of them. There's more than just PAX East. You know that, right? Is there? No, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, there's PAX West, uh, PAX Prime. There, so, so... PAX stands for Penny Arcade Expo, for those of you who don't know, um, and it's a it's a gaming convention, and it's it's I've heard a lot of fun. I was considering going until I saw an interesting comment on Facebook this morning from our good friend uh, Julie Mayer, and she said I won't support them, and I said, "Huh? I know Julie. She's not that hot headed. I mean, a little." <laughs> But not like, love her not like that much. So so I was like, Google, let's look at this. And I came across a Wired article that had a succinct version of events. I won't go through them all here. But basically, they put out a comic strip with, with kind of an, an offhanded rape joke. Somebody said, hey, you know, really not cool to be that cavalier about it. The rape joke, not even the point of the article. Someone just said, hey, not really cool to do that. And they proceeded to throw a three-year temper tantrum that culminated in this year them reiterating their position of being misogynist freaks. So, I will not be going to PAX East on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We'll never be going to a PAX event. And that's the end of that. And if you want to know the exact chronology of what occurred and how basically disturbing and sick it is, we'll post a link to an article that pretty much explains yeah, it all out. We can post a link to the Wired article. I, and I mean, yeah. there, if you Google it, there's... It's there's more than... all over. Here. And it's weird how many people don't necessarily know about it. And if you post it on your Facebook, you may be surprised and dismayed by some of the responses of people you thought you liked. You know who you are. <laughs> You may you may be very surprised how people react to the fact of rape jokes. It's a joke, so it's okay. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. 
That, that's like saying genocide jokes. Cool. Yeah, no problem you know, there. Rwanda, that was hilarious. You know that that whole thing in the Sudan giggle fest. Gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <sighs> Sarcasm. Yeah. Just in case so that anyhow. wasn't obvious, yes. Yeah. Well, just in case it wasn't obvious, because, you know, there's always going to be somebody who goes, yeah, well, well it's the Rwandans, that's not funny, man. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you know okay, that. so when it's okay. all women, that's cool. Super that's funny. Evidently. When, it, uh, when it's all Asians, super funny. No, not funny. Ever. So we, we've started off with the first 15 minutes of, like, beating you with dead fish. I hope you're all happy. And smelly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, so what the hell do we want to talk about now? Uh, can, can we lighten the mood? Is that possible? I don't know. Point? I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. so I'm going to slam some things. Yeah, well, let's not do that. Uh, I came across an article that literally said, uh, for the comedy continues... I never thought the first Thor movie was funny. Well, uh, but, that's where you're wrong. Evidently so, because uh, uh, io9, which can either run hot or cold for me, has this clip of uh, Thor 2, Electric Boogaloo, or The Dark World, whichever one you want to go. I like Thor 2, Electric Boogaloo. that uh, basically has linked together uh, some incredibly funny moments uh, between Thor and Loki that are... Uh, not bad. I'm actually looking forward to this much more than I was the first one. I know you are, Kriana. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm so excited. So I'm going to uh, definitely uh, link to uh, that as well as... As well uh, as... As well mm -hmm. as an article with uh, Marvel's head of TV... Talking about Marvel's head of film, Kevin Feige, and how uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to work as a bridge between the Avengers movies. They already have, and, I mean, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson already was there. So, well, yeah. That, uh, that was awesome. Uh, guys, cancel the fish tank. <laughs> it was actually funny. Now, did you happen to see this week's uh, episode? I, I did. And... It was okay. You know, I'm finding that it's it's it hasn't found what it is yet. Yeah, it's, because, it's still getting its joss legs. Um, because part of it was that kind of grim type procedural again. Here's I the like the procedural. I I really actually don't mind the procedural. So, but the other part of it was. Let's explore the characters. Let's learn about these characters and then put them in odd situations. And we got some depth into characters. We got kind of a procedural. And then they kind of mashed it together. And I just kind of went, uh, I'm not sure we can do both at the same time because it hasn't really figured out how to do it yet. But all in all, it was definitely a B to B plus episode, I think. Yeah, I mean... Once shit sort of settles down and they decide on a storyline for Sky, I think it'll be better. 
Because right now, like, she's good, she's not good, she's kind of an idiot, you know, you're like, whatever. I mean, like, you haven't really gotten anything that makes you care about her yet. I mean, you kind of do, because she's cute and she's sort of the main character. So, like, you're like, meh, okay. But, like, there's, there's no, like, strong connection there. No, because you only it's, got... It's not that- like Buffy, where you were like, oh my god. I want right. this girl to do be awesome. Like, you're just sort of, meh. You got just enough backstory to make you want to wonder, but not really care. Yeah, it, it's like they're trying to keep you interested by not giving away too much, but at the same time, since they haven't given away enough, I don't care yet. Yeah, it's, uh... So it's a delicate balance. They're not hitting it quite right. Room for improvement. Which is why it's it's a B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I have some exciting news. And by exciting, you mean? Awesome. Okay, go ahead. So, you know our good friend and legendary author, Tom Snagoski? I do know him. And author I, I... of the awesome Remy Chandler series, which if you haven't read it, stop listening to this. Put it down. Go buy the damn books. Go buy the books, read them, (laughs) then come back and listen to the rest of the show. Actually, just put us on pause right now. We'll wait. We we will wait. Just go. Okay, you've now unpressed the pause button. Hopefully. Why should they have gotten it? Um, because it's just NBC has ordered a script based on the Remy Chandler books. To turn it into a TV show. And that can either go really, really awesome or really, really bad. But I'm thinking really, really awesome. We're hoping for really, really awesome for Tom because he's a terrific guy. Hey, it's not Fox, so... It's not Fox, so they'll at least air them in order. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We can look forward to that. I mean, it's just a script so far. So it's sort of a touch-and-go-we'll-see sort of deal. But I'm excited. And, and, well, you should be. I think, it, I think it's kind of uh, wonderful to see someone who's worked for so long and, and done so much cool stuff to uh, be in this position right now. So BBC America made an interesting announcement. Um, the Doctor Who 50th anniversary show, as you know, is going to be simulcast worldwide. Uh, they are also, for Day of the Doctors, uh, when it's simulcasts, having a... a <laughs> is it really three- called Day of the Doctors? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. sounds like Day of the Dead. Dies de <laughs> los doctores. I don't know Spanish at all. <laughs> What's the Spanish word for doctor? <coughs> I have no idea. El Doctoro. <laughs> Guillermo Doctoro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm oh, that was offensive. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not okay. I'm uh, pretty sure it was, yeah. <laughs> but I'm still amused. Yeah. There will be uh, all across the world simulcast in real 3D theaters. Not fake 3D theaters. But it's the real 3D process. Oh, okay, Smart okay. It was, a, it was a, an actual brand name. There are, they've announced 300 theaters wow. that it's going to be uh, brought simulcast in as well. 
<laughs> it will also, for those of you who are curious, be simulcast to BitTorrent. <laughs> <laughs> probably, anyway. Yeah, it probably will. Hi, BBC. 11 U.S. states <laughs> will be part of the first global simulcast on November 23rd, which is kind of cool. I'm trying to see if Hooks at New Hampshire is going to be one. Well, evidently not. Boston? Boston? Eh? Eh? Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. No. Nothing up here? New York, L.A., Chicago, Philadelphia, Seattle, D.C., San Francisco, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, and Minneapolis. Pretty sure that's not how you say that. Uh, or maybe it's Minneapolis. It could be either one. I've heard it both ways. Yeah, me too. But I was drunk half the time, so I'm not <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be anywhere in the Northeast outside of New York City. That's oh, oh, you cheap bastards. Damn it, oh. BBC. What were you thinking? Oh, yes, the whole Tea Party thing. Sorry about that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, anyway, so it's not going to be at Boston. We got really political all of a sudden. Yeah, we really did. Usually we uh, don't do that. No, usually we do not do that, but we've done it. Tonight is the night, everyone. We're both drunk, so... I don't know how both drunk we are, but... Uh, <laughs> you just said, I don't know how both drunk we are. I think I that realize. answers that question. That answers the question, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, well. So it happened. So, I guess we don't have a poll again this week? We had a poll, and yet, because of circumstances beyond their control, uh, Dead Redhead, uh, our thoughts and prayers with you tonight. And hopes that everything goes well. And we'll talk about how Stephen King's uh, killed the poll this week, next week. Okay. Um, well, I wish we had some snappy transition music then, but I don't... Hey, Rob, want to get us some snappy transition music at some point? Just saying. Thank you, Mr. Watts. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I know. It has that feeling to it, doesn't it? A little bit. Oh, well. Hi, Madathia. How's it going? It's cool. It's cool. It's one of those nights when we're just kind of kind of scattershotting everywhere and nowhere in particular. So let's talk about the website, mysci-fi-stories.com. Sure. It's a, it's a brand new website that uh, we launched, uh, let's say, maybe three months ago. And... It essentially is for it's for uh, members to who love to read, create, uh, and share ideas all about uh, uh, fiction. Um, members can submit their stories, screenplays, poems, art, or um, and it could be finished or unfinished works uh, to the site. Um, members can then go ahead and read what other members have submitted and provide constructive advice. On the on the works, um, the other thing is uh, the website uh, contains such th things that that uh, members can also review and comment uh, on new and uh, past movies, books, comics, or any other types of fiction work that uh, that uh, you know that that they've come across. So uh, you know the site is really designed to provide a place for our members to essentially let their imagination you know run wild and. Know, explore the, the you know the limit, limitless possibilities of of, uh, of the world of uh, fiction. 
So let's, even though it's let, let's back up for just a minute, if we can. Sure. Uh, as, as I said at the top of the show, we kind of stumbled into each other at Boston, and we talked for about a half an hour at that point. Uh, it was really interesting conversation. So for the benefit of our listeners, what prompted you to build this site? Uh, what did you see that, that said, here's what we're going to do? So I, I've always loved, uh, well, I, I've always wanted to, to, uh, to write uh, uh, my own fiction, you know, and uh, have, have essentially people read it. But one of the things that I realized was that uh, I'm a horrible writer. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and the thing is, is that I wanted to create a website where, uh, you know, members who aren't essentially professional writers, who aren't uh, as experienced as some of, the, some of the really great writers out there, um, they can submit their, their essentially any kind of, you know, created work, if you will, to a website and have other members essentially comment on that, on that submitted work. So it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a completely polished, uh, completely uh, well-constructed, essentially, uh, stories or, or ideas or, or art to the website. So that's one of the things that I, I wanted to essentially do with this website. Why science fiction? What was it about science fiction? In terms of the, the name of the website? No, in, ter in terms of why you targeted to, to go with science fiction when there are, you know, all kinds of other writing around. What, what is it that makes science sci-fi special for you? Well, it, it, the website is, is, encompasses all fiction. It's not just science fiction. It's fantasy, action-adventure, uh, horror, general fiction. Um, for me, I've always loved uh, you know, the whole fiction uh, world, if you will, science fiction, uh, fantasy, action-adventure. Uh, but you know, one of the things that, that one of the sci-fi things that actually I, I loved was, was Star Trek. And, uh, and that's one of the, the, the fictional works that has always pulled me in um, and interested me in terms of science fiction. Yeah. So, explain to our listeners what happens when they visit the site for the first time. So, for the first time, you actually, when you get to the home page of the website, so again, this is a brand new website, so it still is in a, a little bit of a state of flux, if you will. Um, what you can essentially see on the front page is we have uh, a featured artist section, uh, we have a featured publication section, we have uh, community happenings, and on, on the front page, uh, you, can, you can see if, you know, what, what, what news we have about the website, what... Uh, um, what new uh, 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 announcements we have. You can also view and see what recent submissions uh, uh, that, ha that our members have submitted into the website. And, uh, and then from there, you can... So we have a, uh, essentially a, uh, a menu option at the top of the page comprising of uh, stories. And stories could be any type of stories. Uh, these are submitted stories from our members. It could be, again... Uh, you know, fantasy, science fiction, action, adventure, horror. Um, we have a, a section called community writing. And in this section, members can essentially write a story together, essentially in, in, a, in a community sense, where one member might submit a, you know, a, 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 maybe a paragraph or a chapter for a story. And then another member can add on to that uh, 
to that uh, to that story, essentially adding on additions. And uh, the really interesting thing for me for a community writing section is that the uh, the story can take a number of different turns, a number of different uh, um, possibilities, if you will, uh, depending on what each additional author uh, wants to, uh, uh, in which direction they want to go in. The other sections we have are uh, artwork. So this this is artwork submitted by our members. Um, and uh, another section are reviews. So if you've read a book, if you've read a, uh, 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 if, you, if you've seen a movie, you know, we want, we want our members to submit reviews so that other members can determine whether the book that, uh, that, that this member has read is, is worthwhile, is interesting, what they thought about it, and essentially share views about, uh, about, uh, about the work that they've, uh, that, that they've seen. Uh, and we also have another section called news, and in the news section, we have uh, categories where you can look to see what new fiction news there are out there, and these are essentially links to uh, you know whether whether it's uh, new TV shows or new books uh, that are coming out. We have uh, science news again. These are links that go to interesting science articles. And right now, these links are essentially being picked by by me. But if our members have interesting links that they would they want to make other members aware of, uh, we can definitely add those links on there. Convention dates, of course, you know Comic Cons or uh, Star Trek conventions or uh, literary conventions. We want to essentially update our, our members on, uh, on, on, on those dates, and then essentially any kind of news from, uh, from the editor or, uh, or even website news. So you can essentially get uh, your, your, your news fix, if you will, by clicking on uh, that news, uh, news icon. So at some point, <clears throat> this community is, is very slowly growing, and at some point you're going to start charging, I'm guessing, for uh, for membership here, yeah. So that's one of the. So initially, we were thinking we would do a a, a membership uh, a membership fee kind of for the for the website. Um, you know, one of the things is that we want to be able to provide our members with the with the best possible uh, website that we can. Um, we want to be able to have well, think hire editors or or publishers to to check out the submitted work that's on our website. Um, but you know, depending on how things go, uh, if we could do it in such a way where, you know, through advertising or other sources of revenue, if we can bypass the whole membership fee aspect of the website, you know, I, th I think that would be great. Uh, for me, the the important thing about the website is for our members to have fun. Um, you know, it, it's 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 really really important for for members to actually enjoy themselves on the website. So. Um, so right now what we're doing is we're offering free membership to, to get the website going, but uh, you know, depending on how things go, we may end up keeping the, uh, the membership uh, as, as being free. So you write a story, uh, you do a piece of artwork, whatever, uh, you become a member, you post it on here, then the community has the option to look at it, critique it, make comments about it. How does the author slash artist find out? Do, do you get a, like an email that says, hey, somebody looked at this and, and left a comment? Absolutely, exactly. So the, the, uh, when you submit a, let's say, a comment on a, on a story, 
you automatically the the author automatically gets a gets an email saying uh, you know, a member has submitted a comment about your story. You know, check out check out the comment, and the the author can essentially log into the website and and look to see what that uh, what that uh, member's comment was, and then then you can reply to the member uh, if you if you wish, essentially to uh, to answer any comments they may they may have. Yeah, and because okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yep. Because this is a closed community. As in, you know, this isn't like uh, the the comments section of the Boston Globe Online, where anybody can just internet troll the hell out of it. Um, I would think that the comment and commentary would be actually much more focused and and respectful. Absolutely, and that was very that was very very important for me because one of the things is that I want to make sure that our members. Um, don't feel threatened. Don't feel like they're going to be criticized for their submission because I, for one, am not a, as I said, a, you know, a, a great writer. But I, but I, you know, I have creative ideas, and I know a lot of other members out there, uh, other other fiction fans, have got creative ideas, and I want, uh, you know, uh, individuals to feel that they won't be criticized, they won't be made fun of, or anything like that uh, for submitting the works. So I want them to feel very. Um, uh, very secure about that, and also we don't allow any type of uh, um, uh, non-constructive criticism, if you will. Um, if there are members that are flaming or or otherwise being not a great member of our of our website, we will actually ask them to leave. So um, we want we want the website to, to have a very secure feel, if you will. And that was one of the other reasons why we were thinking of charging a subscription fee was uh, mm-hmm. to inhibit members who weren't really, really interested in, in fiction, per se, uh, from, from joining the website. One of the things, actually, a couple of the things that I noticed uh, in looking at uh, some of the uh, art submissions, uh, as you look at the art submission, you then underneath it have member comments. There are no comments that are uh, unattributed. So nobody can go in there anonymously and say something, which is a good thing, <laughs> just right. for starters. Right. Then, right. then underneath that, comments you, you might like to submit about the art. So then you're allowed to give it a rating of one out of five stars and then post uh, comments about it. But uh, underneath it says, your comments, please provide only constructive comments see our etiquette page for guidance. (laughs) You actually take the time to spell out to them how to be polite. That's a good thing. Apparently a lot of people... That is not a... Yeah. A lot of people don't know. So... And I I want uh, our our people who are there, who are listening to us either either live or... uh, on the podcast to actually check that out because if you've ever you know seen how vicious uh, internet trolling can be from time to time um, this is actually how it's supposed to go guys uh, to become a uh, and I'm just going to quote a little bit from your page real quick uh, to become a better author or artist we need to have our works evaluated in this website members will be critiquing other members work 
If you're a member who has never critiqued a work, see the guidelines below for how to do this. Having your work critique can be a stressful experience for both the novice and experienced author. We do not like to hear negative comments about our work. It's important to think of the critique not as a personal attack, but as a way to help achieve greatness for our work. However, critiques that attack the authors themselves or are solely negative without constructive criticism are not allowed. Hello. What a great idea. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's a uh, to me. It, it I, I think everybody realizes it. You know, realizes that they should be nice to each other. But sometimes, uh, you know, people can get carried away. So I, I think it's just a gentle reminder is is always a good thing. Uh, you know, Madathi, I've got to disagree with you. I don't think people always realize it. I think they look at the web as the wild west an open frontier where virtually anything goes and you know i'm not really talking to another human being uh you don't really count because you're not really there they forget that they really do mm -hmm. and it and it sometimes can be quite discouraging uh and and this i think is a very gentle reminder that hey there are there are the these are human beings. We're all human beings, and we need to be treated that way. And this, this is really a good idea. And this wraps right back around to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, where it when these people does, are called yeah. out on their behavior, they act like pissy little toddlers. So, so, I mean, what you've, what you've done is set up a set of, of very quiet, calm guidelines going, guys, if you want to make a comment, Here's how we do it. Here's how not to be an asshole. <laughs> there's that. In case you didn't know, here's how not to be an asshole. You're much nicer than us in that regard. <laughs> you know, I guess I haven't been out there that much, so... <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, Karina, I did not see the word don't be an asshole once in the website. No, I know, because he's much nicer than us. Evidently, yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is... Go ahead. Go ahead, I, but it is something that I, I really want to make sure that, that people out there know about the website is that we, we, we really do want to create a nice, friendly environment that, that you can go ahead and unleash your, your creative juices, if you will, um, and, and just, you know, have fun with it and, and not be afraid that, uh, that you know, somebody's going to say something mean or, or really be unfair to, to essentially what you're trying to do. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this, uh, but what you're providing is a safe haven for people not to get clubbed by trolls for setting out a half-done piece of work and going, can I get some constructive feedback and actually get constructive feedback? Exactly. This th That is one of the key points of this website is that you know for example if you want to submit a story if the story is one paragraph long no problem go ahead and submit it and see what members would say if it's a chapter long go ahead and submit it see what you know see what our members would say because this way you might actually if you submit a chapter for example that might not be 100 percent perfectly polished or the characters might not be completely flushed out or the or the world not not completely well described you can at least see if you're on the right track uh, if, if, if you're actually 
you know, if, if, if you're, if you're thinking or you're of the world that you're trying to create, um, might be something that people will be interested in. So, uh, you know, this is something that is, is really important for me. And that's, that's one of the main points of this website. Of course, if you have completed work as, uh, as, as, as uh, we had uh, one of our members uh, submit on the front page there. Uh, let, me, let me just go back to uh, um, RJ uh, Rousseau, who we met at uh, GraniteCon. Um, this is a, a, a father and son team that wrote Battle for Honor at Gates. And this is a, a book that you can go ahead and publish um, through Amazon.com. We actually provide the links uh, right there on the front page. Nice. And, and what they've done is they've actually put the first six chapters of, of this book uh, on our website. And I've actually read, I've <laughs> been pretty busy, I wanted to read the entire book, but I read essentially the first seven, eight chapters of the book. And it, it's a pretty, very nicely written book. Um, so what I would actually say is, you know, for, for members who, you know, might, might join the website, go ahead and read the first six chapters on our, on our website. See if you like it. If you like it, then you can go ahead and, and go ahead and purchase the book. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's not, so we, we kind of want all kinds of members, members who are professionals, if you will, that's why we have a professional section also on our website. And these are for, for members who have either completely written a book, um, or have written a number of books or, uh, in, in the case of, uh, Karen, uh, Karen Goslin, who we met at the Granicon for, for for people out there who don't know her, she's one of the nicest people that I've met. And oh, uh, she's an absolutely wonderful artist too. Yeah, incredible artist. Uh, you know, we want as many people, uh, as many fiction lovers um, out there, to know about you know these artists and these these authors. Um, so one of the things that we also want to do is we want to have a professional section where uh, uh, professional authors and artists can submit their work and get themselves introduced to members. Uh, of the fiction community that may not know them. Um, so essentially it's, it's, it's kind of both ways where the professionals can introduce themselves to, to fiction lovers and fiction lovers can become introduced to brand new authors or artists that they didn't even know existed out there. So that's the idea of a community setting where one kind of feeds off the other. The other thing too, that I, that is actually really cool for, young writers, and by young writers, I don't necessarily mean kids, but writers who have yet to really bring their work out into public view, is your writing resource page. Right, right. So we, in, in our story section, we have a, uh, a resource page. And uh, you, when you click on the resource page, it essentially has a, a compilation of um, writing sites, how-tos, if you will. Are, are you on that page now? I am, yeah, uh, and and it's interesting because it's broken down into four sections. The first section is a compilation of, of resource sites, how to create book reviews, uh, the GCC Writers Resources, which is a, a compilation of huge web links for writers. Uh, then you have uh, <laughs> the place I need to spend more time when I do my writing, the Dictionary Resource this thesaurus and encyclopedia links uh yeah because i learned uh 40 years ago that i can't spell for shit uh, <laughs> and and nothing makes the finished product degrade more than 
clearly, obviously ridiculous spelling mistakes, which unfortunately weren't clear to me when I wrote them. So yeah, this is this is good stuff. Uh, then there's a, a section for just grammar and writing links, uh, uh, elements of style, uh, starting your story, creating a believable world, uh, writing the perfect scene, writing a novel using the snowflake method, which I've got to read because I have no idea what this is. But the last the last section for a writer who has got the ideas but not sure how to make them put together is the character development reference lists. Uh, and i got to tell you, these, the character chart, uh, the character traits chart, conflict and character structure, uh, God checker, <laughs> which is kind of an interesting place too. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm checking my God to make sure that he's doing the right things. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, I was surprised. I looked at it and I just kind of went, did not know that, but I do now. You know, one of those kind of deals. I mean, there's some great resources here. So you're not only creating a, a venue, a space, a share space, but you're also creating an educational conduit for people who wouldn't know that these reference areas existed otherwise. Right, exactly, and 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 these tools are pretty cool. I mean, one of the things that uh, that I've got on here, especially with the character development, is this name generator. And uh, you know, if if nothing else, you know, click on that and check it out because you can actually come up with really cool names for anything, whether it's orcs, wizards, whatever you want. And and uh, you know, it's 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 actually a fun thing to to do and try too. But uh, I, you know, for these for these uh, for these resources, we are constantly looking to see what else we can add on so these are these are essentially our starter list if you will and uh, hopefully we can go ahead and expand on these resources for for, for writers especially if you actually have a, a writer's block you can't really think of you know which direction you want to take the world uh, that that you've created in um you know you can check out some of these resources to to help you out the name generator you need a name for a chinese restaurant there is in fact a chinese restaurant name generator <laughs> I swear to God, this is the coolest thing ever. Uh, exalted name generator, generating names for White Wolf's Exalted RPG. That's all it does, is that. I mean, this, this is the weirdest stuff in the universe, and, and here it all is. Nice job. I don't know where you found this stuff, but it's cool. <laughs> So where do you envision this, 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 how do you envision this growing and how, how can we help make this grow? So one of the things, so, so the website for me right now, initially I was thinking of um, the website as just being some place where members can submit stories or reviews or art. But, you know, for me, the thing is, is that this website can be a lot bigger than that. Um, we essentially want to create a, a place where it could be a community for, for essentially fiction lovers and and not just people to 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 look at artwork and 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 uh, and stories or, or or submit them but we also want to connect essentially vendors too so uh people who have maybe comic book stores or um you know our our editors or publishers or copyright lawyers or whatever else um would be needed to to get these works essentially completed and published um, or even, uh, or even uh, 
podcasts such as Sci-Fi Saturday Night, uh, we want to be able to connect all of these um, these other resources uh, to to essentially our our our, our, our members and, and vice versa. Essentially, have the professional people also be connected to them. So, you know, for us, the the website can essentially grow to to a number of uh, number of different directions and a number of different ways. Um, it really depends on what the, our community is going to want, uh, what our members are going to want. Hey, well, we would love to be your first uh, uh, podcast website there on mysci-fi-stories.com. Yeah, that would, that would be good. And for us, the, the, the whole thing of that would be um, for members who, because we have some members that are from, from North Carolina. We have some members that are from Ohio. So it's not just the, the Boston or the New England uh, um, um, crowd that, that are on our website. For them, for them to know that, 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 for example, Sci-Fi Saturday Night, exist is would be great you know that's one of the other things about our website we want to be able to connect essentially um you know those two links together so yeah having having you guys on would be would be good so what we're going to do is we're we're going to be putting on uh, a uh, a page called a vendors uh, vendors page and what members can do is they can click on that page and they can see what uh, what vendors are actually there and they can click on the vendors and they can go to their web page um listen to podcasts, and, and what we want to do is we want to link members to essentially Sci-Fi Saturday Night, for example. Um, we don't want Sci-Fi Saturday Night to be on uh, downloading podcasts to us. We want our members to go to you guys and see what, what other really great features um, you, know, you guys and other vendors may, may be able to provide to our members. Sounds well, that's, like- that's a really exciting website, and you guys are going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con, and I think I saw on your website. Are you guys going to be at Boston Super Mega Fest as well? Yes. All right. Yes. So cool. So that's some of the places you yourself can meet Madathia and Absolutely. join join the website and hear about all the awesomeness going on at MySciFiStories.com. I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show tonight. Realize it, it's usually. Not just the two of us sitting here ranting, <laughs> as it's kind of been tonight, but, well, that's how it goes from time to time. Thank you so much for joining us, Madafia, and uh, look forward to seeing how the, the community grows at MySciFiStories.com. Kriana, my darling. Okay. So coming up, I have it in front of me. Oh, you have double duties tonight. Snap. You have double okay. duties tonight. Next week is the New England Horror Writers Halloween Extravaganza on November. And for those of you listening live, it will be on Wednesday so that you can get your candy on Thursday. Yes, the live the live show is No, it's Thursday. We did it on Thursday? Yeah. Oh, I guess we did it on Thursday. Check that. Never mind. Um, on November 9th, uh, Bex Fine joins us to talk about the intersection of fashion and fandom. On the 16th, we talk to the legendary designer Tommy Zodos. On November 23rd, George O'Connor comes on to announce when 664 The Neighbor of the Beast will be getting a third season with special guest Griffin S. Um, on the 30th, J.S. Morin introduces the final chapter of the Twinborn Trilogy. On December 7th, author, composer, and all-around awesome guy, Rob Watts. 
And from there, we go into February 22nd. We have Dave and Steve of the Boston Area Toy Collectors Club. And somewhere off in the distant future of May, Joseph Schmalky of the comic The Calamitous Black Cloud. And here's where I usually say Dead Redhead, but I have to say this part too. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic Con, Granite Con, Rhode Island Comic Con, and ComicArthouse.com. Visit ComicArthouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by The Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Haldifolk, at RobWattsOnline.com. Dome? We invite you to check out MySciFiStories.com, see what they have to offer, and see what they have to offer you as an individual, as a writer, as a reader, and all that cool stuff. Thank you for joining us tonight. Kriana, it's just you and me tonight. You know what time it is. We did okay. Time to talk about how cute I am. She is the cute one. (laughs) This is Dome saying, Jeannie... Shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody.